good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, January 15th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lit. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodeman. Today is Friday. Congratulations on making it a whole week. We hope you have a great weekend. And to start your day today, we are going to talk a little bit more about John the Baptist. But first, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Holy God, you call us to something more. You call us to turn from the things that are destructive to orient our eyes and our hearts on you. Move us in that direction, for we need your grace to move towards you. We pray this in your name. Amen. Our text today is from the third chapter of Matthew, verses 1 through 11. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, do you make resolutions? And if so, have you made one for this year? I do make resolutions. Um, I am always determined to get better. Like, I think there's a part of me that thinks if I don't quit, striving then I'm dying I don't know I think my grandfather was the same way death will catch up with you yeah it's really weird like I'm like I'm gonna work until I die and I'm gonna keep trying to be a better person so yes I make new year's resolutions um one of them I have two one is that I want to learn to love the city of Huntsville like my home and here's what I mean um I moved here three years ago and immediately just started working and taking care of kids. And I haven't really gotten to know Huntsville a whole lot. And Mm -hmm. I loved my home in Athens. I love that 
when I went to the grocery store, I saw people I knew, or I could go to the coffee shop and I knew everyone there. And I just want to be more involved in the community and really start to love Huntsville. Hmm. I am long-winded. My second Uh one is that I am trying to make very small incremental changes in um, diet and exercise, right? Not do this big overwhelming thing, but maybe just not eat two packs of Oreos today. (laughs) I mean, so what about you? Do you make resolutions? Uh, I typically do not um, because I'm just really good. I'm just one of the people that are really good at breaking them. Um, Everyone is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And so, I mean, there is, I did, uh, I am currently right now with one of my buddies is doing a dry January. So no caffeine, no alcohol. Um, and no wonder you got sick. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, <laughs> that's why I got sick because I stopped drinking my power juice of coffee in the morning. Uh, that's actually, this has been actually, which I don't know if it's because I'm sick and so I don't want anything other than water, but it's right. actually been a lot easier uh than i expected it to be thus far um so it's also very early in the year well i mean not for the whole year just january right well it's still very early in january (laughs) (laughs) right that's true that's true lots of room to fail still (laughs) no okay here's the thing that i learned last year i made myself a resolution last year and i knew i couldn't keep it it was something really big and Uh what here's my theory of resolutions failing forward So even though I may make it to 12, you know, December 31st, and I haven't done it perfectly, I'm probably still better than I was the year before. So I think resolutions are always like, what are the thing you're going to fail forward with? Yeah. And And I guess, I guess, I guess I do. I set a book goal each year because I keep track of all the books I read. Um, So my gosh, I don't ever want to know how much I read. I think it would be devastating (laughs) just because I read so much. Like I read five novels when we were in Colorado and like, I'm afraid if I said, this is how many books I read, someone would be like, we're institutionalizing you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should get on Goodreads because it's super, it's like social media for books. I know. I'm well aware. (laughs) (laughs) I'm well aware. And I just said, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to (laughs) know. But to our passage. Oh yeah. The Bible. The passage. The last, the last part of the text seems to talk about a sort of judgment and maybe punishment. What does our faith tell us about judgment? So a couple of things. One is that I think it's important to recognize that there was an apocalyptic tradition in Judaism. So there was an idea of, um, you know, some sort of afterlife and some sort of judgment and punishment. I absolutely believe that there will be a judgment. Jesus talks about it quite a bit, that somehow in our, um, in our new life, in our resurrection, there will be a moment of judgment. Now, punishment, there are places where Jesus talks about punishment, um, but I also find in those places that it's possible that he talks about burning and fire, right? And to me, Mm -hmm. that seems like a purification, which would make sense for a new life. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about punishment. I do know that I believe in God as a completely loving entity. And so I don't fear it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I do think, yes, we believe in judgment, maybe even punishment. Um, but I don't fear it um, because I believe in the, the character and the attribute of God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, very similar along those lines of um, the tradition that I grew up had a very, it would seem to me a very sure uh, idea of how things will, how things lay out after you die. Uh, but in reading through scripture, there's actually, it's quite metaphoric. It's very vague. Uh, it's, it's definitely uh, not clear cut. Um, one thing that I am sure of is even when I die, I will still need to undergo some sanctification. Um, yes. That's I am, I am sure that I, will still even that even at to the point of a whole life of of repenting and a whole life of sanctifying I will not be yet ready to stand before God and see because of my new year's resolutions I should be fine yeah you're you'll you'll be (laughs) heading there you'll be ready (laughs) no that's such a lovely thing to remember Mm -hmm. that we will all die needing sanctification Mm -hmm. and here on earth uh the process of sanctification hurts uh, and so I think that that's why in this passage and other passages, we have these images of fire. <laughs> we have these images of, of, of burning, of melting away uh, the bat and um, of purifying gold is in, uh, also found in scripture. And, um, and the, you know, one of my favorite lines in talking with uh, a friend about difficult things we were going through, he just said, you know, growing sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard. It's hard. Uh, and I think that there's that I, from what I understand about scripture and theology, that there may still be a little bit after that, after we die. But but the grace of God is with us throughout all of that. And the love of God, I think, uh, supersedes if there's punishment, any sort of punishment, um, because that's how I understand the character of God. Do I understand exactly what that looks like? Obviously not from my rambling. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing too, is that there've been a few instances in my life where I've hurt someone I cared about and knowing that I hurt them was so incredibly painful I actually think in one or two cases, I would have rather been physically hurt Mm -hmm. than know that I had hurt them. And Mm -hmm. so in some ways, I think, you know, the practice, the process of sanctification is, you know, knowing in part what you've done wrong. And that's incredibly painful. And my image of that is that I am shown how I have hurt others. And it is so painful. And then Christ says, but I love you and welcome you anyway. I mean, I really, that's I, I what I'm putting my money on. Yeah. Even though I'm unsure exactly what it looks like, I do have confidence uh, that the grace and love of God is bigger than my hurting of the world. Uh, it's yeah. bigger than my hurting of others. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I do think that, again, we're people of response. If I focus my life, on responding to the grace that has already been given to me, I think everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So our quote today is actually from To Kill a Mockingbird written by Harper Lee. She writes, 
sometimes the Bible in the hand of one man is worse than a whiskey bottle in the hand of another. They're just some kind of men who are so busy worrying about the next world, they've never learned to live in this one. And you can look down the street and see the results. Hmm. Yikes. Yikes. Man, Terry, you have such a great accent. I'd love for you to just read me it to kill a mockingbird. didn't it? That was oh. perfect. <laughs> well, what's funny is um, ever since my kids were small, when my grandparents would call, my kids would be like, who are you? Because it just <laughs> thickens, thickens, thickens. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you all for being here with us. Good luck on your resolutions. Remember to fall, fail forward. Yes. And we'll see you again on Monday. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.